Welcome to SnackCast, Snack International's new podcast dedicated to all things snacks. In this forum, you'll hear career conversations with leading industry professionals, as well as insights on how the snack industry is meeting consumers' ever-changing demands for new and nutritious snacks, while still serving up those familiar favorites. I'm your host, Joni Spencer, editor of Baking and Snack Magazine, which also produces Snack World. SnackCast kicks off with a summer-long series devoted to WINS, Women in Snacks. WINS is Snack International's initiative to champion leadership development and advancement for female professionals in the snack industry. Over the next few months, we will visit with some of the industry's top executives to learn about their journeys and the challenges they've overcome along the way, as well as get some great advice on how we can work together to make positive changes in the snacking industry. Today, I'm talking with Nadia Taylor, co-founder and director of TNA Solutions. Nadia, thank you so much for joining me today. Pleasure joining. Good to be here. And also, I just want to first extend a huge thank you for TNA's support of WINS. Your sponsorship has been instrumental in getting this network off the ground. So thank you so much for that. It's a pleasure and congratulations to Snack International and the whole team, actually, for this initiative, which I find fantastic. So I just want to first ask you, why was it important for TNA Solutions to offer support for this WINS initiative? Well, basically, we um, we love the snack industry. We're also uh, focused on women in the industry, especially the snack industry, because we're working it um, globally. So um, that was probably the main reason. I would like to learn a little bit more about you. Can you tell me about your background and sort of walk me through your career journey and tell me what it's like being a woman and especially a female business owner in the snack industry? Yeah, sure, Joanie. I was actually born in Cairo, Egypt, and I migrated to Australia with my parents as a teenager. As soon as I finished college um, with a diploma in business, I started working so that I could help my parents initially, financially, in this new country, beautiful Australia. (laughs) I guess somewhere deep within me was a dream to always have my own business. And this grew deeper as I started enjoying working in the snack industry. I worked in the industry for about uh, 12 years before starting our own company. I learned a lot about product innovation, marketing, which I find really interesting. And I guess TNA was a result of this passion for the industry. On being a woman in the industry, well, it's been truly exciting, challenging at times, but definitely worthwhile. Yeah, finding myself as the only woman at almost 90% of meetings among 10, 15 engineers was overwhelming in the beginning, I must admit. 
But the more meetings I attended, the more comfortable I felt. How did you get to a place of feeling comfortable at the table when you're in a room full of men who are engineers who don't always have a reputation for being touchy-feely? That's true. I must admit, I was always treated with utmost respect. I really was. And, uh, you know, they answered my questions politely. If I wasn't familiar with some of the technical terminology, they welcomed me. Uh, Really, the hospitality was fantastic. So I I must admit, I I really did not have any bad experience uh, with men. When we started marketing our products in places like, say, the Middle East or, or countries, and I'm talking 30 years ago when women were not regarded as equal, it was quite concerning at the start. However, I was fortunate really to find that I've never experienced discrimination. Um, maybe the fact that I spoke uh, four languages fluently, I think that was an advantage. And understanding really and respecting the different cultures, I think that made a huge difference. And um, when you engage with people, customers, um, with an understanding of their culture and background, they appreciate that. So you mentioned that, you know, this is, we're talking over the course of, of 30 or so years. TNA is a global company, as you mentioned, and and so you've seen a lot. And so how, from your perspective, have you seen the career landscape for women in the snack industry change? Yes. Okay. So over the, we've been in business almost 39 years now. Um, So say 30 years ago, you did not see a fair representation of women. However, this has changed over the years, and I am always impressed to see the number of successful women at executive levels. Working for corporate companies now, including our own, and there's quite a few companies owned by women as well, which is really impressive. Have you seen any specific differences in different regions of the world where it may be changed faster for women and where areas where women had a harder time breaking into business? Perhaps uh, a little bit in the Middle East, but that has changed dramatically as well. I think probably the Western countries were far more advanced and women were accepted, um, you know, quicker. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, I know one thing that that many working women really struggle with as they try to move up in their careers is that idea of work-life balance and really balancing responsibilities at home with responsibilities Mm -hmm. at work. So when you look back on all that you've done to build and grow TNA Solutions, For you, how has that idea of work and life balance evolved? I won't lie, it was difficult. Um, So especially when the children were younger, um, it used to break my heart having to leave them and travel the world. But I must say I was very lucky because I had really very supportive parents that looked after the kids. 
as far as balance, I guess I tried hard when I was back in Australia to devote the weekends to the children. It wasn't easy, but we got there at the end. And I'm very, I'm very proud of the four kids, actually. They've all gone to university and achieved uh, very good careers. So I thank God that it all worked out. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's nice to be able to see the fruits of your labor, isn't it? That's true. Yes. I've I've always said that Saturdays are just precious for a working mother. True. So the next thing that I wanted to talk about was leadership. You are clearly a leader in the snack industry. And so I am really interested to hear your viewpoint on qualities that a leader should have. In your opinion, what are the most important qualities that a leader should have? So, Joni, to my mind, for any human being to be good at something, first they must be a good human being. The values that you uphold most as a person lends itself to all the qualities that make a good leader, I believe. Uh, be it humility, respect, leading by example, promoting a culture of recognition and reward, and in particular the ability to acknowledge your mistakes and take responsibility for your team and your performance, or any other qualities that we attribute to good leaders around the world, these are the ones important to me. So can you talk about in your career, who have been some of your mentors who have really embodied some of those qualities? I'll start off with my husband for one. <laughs> I must admit, I've watched him and admired him for the qualities that uh, make him such an inspiring leader. So I've learned a bit from him. <laughs> and also my business associates. As you know, with like my work takes me across the globe. So I've had the good uh, fortune of interacting with people from different walks of life, and I'm moved and truly inspired by a lot of them. One of them in particular is Indra Nui. <laughs> it has really inspired me in my career, to be honest. All right. So, mm. Nadia, I'm going to take you a little bit out of your comfort zone for mm -hmm. a second. I know that you are, as a leader, very humble, but I would like to hear you kind of toot your own horn for a second and talk about the Nadia and Alf Taylor Foundation. I know that this has been something that's been really important to you and your husband. And I think that the vision that you have for this foundation really falls in line with everything that, that the WINS Network is trying to do as far as empowerment. So can you talk a little bit about some of the work that you're doing there? Oh, yes. So Elf and I are very passionate about the foundation and very passionate. I get a bit emotional, so excuse me. Very passionate about helping the poorest of the poor, in particular kids. So when, when we started TNA, we thought if we ever really became successful in this business, we want to give back and we truly want to make a difference in many lives. And um, I'm, I'm pleased that we have been able to make a difference in helping 
in particular women, you know, women, especially in, in places like Africa, I, I don't want to go on, but women in Africa have to work, have to look after the kids. Um, mm-hmm. So our focus is women and children and from education to feeding, clothing, there's various different projects we're working and not just in Africa, but globally, to be honest. You've received a pretty high honor in Australia. Am I correct? It's the the Order of Australia for your humanitarian initiative? Yes, that's right. It was a big honor, which we received last uh, November. And um, Congratulations. Thank you. It was lovely. You must be so, so proud of the work that you've done, seeing that come to fruition in, in such a high honor. What do you think that will enable you to accomplish with the, through this foundation in the future? Yeah, I guess the trust and uh, recognition for all the work we have done, to be honest. But it was a nice thing to do, uh, to, to receive, and um, we'll just carry on. And our vision is just to keep growing the foundation where uh, we'll be able to give millions yearly. So that's what we're inspiring to. Are there any core values that you have in mind in how you run the foundation that you apply to how you run the business? Or are there certain values that you lean on when you run your business that you have applied to how you run your foundation? How do they kind of go hand in hand? Well, giving back, I guess, you know, the more successful we are, the more we can give back. And, yeah, be, be empathetic and put, uh, put yourself in, in, in a disadvantaged person's shoes. That's really important to be able to do. So when you look at the industry, when you reflect on your own career and how you've grown as a person and challenges that you've been able to overcome in order to and build such a successful business, what advice would you offer to current professionals or even young women who are just getting started in the snack industry? What are some words of wisdom you would have for them to be successful in this industry? Well, firstly, I would encourage more women to become part of the industry. The industry is global in nature and offers a lot of opportunities and scope for advancement, quite frankly, both in management, engineering and technology. We can't get enough female engineers in our company. And the world is changing and adapting to a more diverse workforce. So diversity should be the norm for any industry because I really do believe it's the core of driving change and innovation. I do also believe that women in this industry have much to contribute and gain. There needs to be more women in position of influence throughout our industry who can drive innovation of snack products. As nurturers, we have the unique advantage, I believe, of understanding well-being. Children and adults love to snack. There continues to be scope around innovation related to perhaps lower calorific value, such as smaller pack sizes, cooking methodology, lower oil content, and of course, marketing the long-term benefits of these towards a more health-conscious society. I believe women can contribute a lot in that field. 
Absolutely, they can. Well, Nadia, those are all my questions. I thank you so much for your insight. I do feel like with women like you in positions of leadership, you're really paving the way for more diversity in the industry and for more women to be empowered and encouraged to step into positions of leadership as well. So I truly thank you for your wisdom and your insight and especially your time today. Thank you, Johnny, and thank you again to you and to the Snack International for the opportunity to be part of this podcast. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And you have a great day and take care. WINS networking and educational sessions are offered annually at Snacks Executive Leadership Forum and Snackspo, and programs are available online throughout the year. These service forums for men and women to gather, learn, and exchange ideas and experiences about gender diversity issues in the industry. For more information on how you can get involved, visit Snacks website at www.snacintl.org.